एवरीवन माय नेम इज सुरोश एंड यू आर लिसनिंग टू द डे बॉडी पॉडकास्ट बिफोर वी बिगिन प्लीज फॉलो मी टू स्टे अप टू डेट विद वीकली एपिसोड्स ऑन आर ब्यूटीफुल बॉडीज बिकॉज दिस इज योर सेफ स्पेस हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम बैक टू अनदर एपिसोड वेयर वी रीक्लेम आर बॉडीज बिकॉज देयर आर्स टू लव डेली Please excuse my voice in today's episode because I've been sick. I had a fever. It was pretty bad, but I'm slowly recovering. So let's just get right into today's topic. I was scrolling through Instagram one day when I came across this young girl who looked my age talking about being targeted for the color of her skin. She was being interviewed by Fuchsia magazine after her role in a popular drama series this year. and when i googled her name i found out that janestessa is a pakistani actor she earned the role of soya in the drama serial hubs now the main reason why i brought this up is because she was highlighting how growing up she was made to believe that only fair women could appear or were allowed a chance to be on screen also she talked about her struggles as a pakistani woman on screen and the difficulties she faced post hubs recognition and instead of people critiquing upon her dialogue delivery or her facial expressions or the rightful ways of analyzing any actor they scrutinized her for her skin color deeming her kali being dark they were ultimately making her feel restricted in her role as an artist because for a pakistani woman it all comes down to the color of her skin now what is this obsession we have as pakistanis when it comes to someone's skin color why do we only associate words like beautiful or pretty for women who are fair are the mayra or aiza khans the only ones acceptable on screen due to the color of their skin no doubt they are recognized for their performances they have delivered nationally and globally even one can't help but recognize this demarcation between fair women and those whom are comparatively darker we all know the present state of fixating on one skin color and i want to talk more about how those mediums in advertising media itself and so much more so let's begin with the advertising industry first because it plays a huge role in developing this culture which operates as one unit to make profit off of women's bodies and their skin color for this purpose it is important for us to locate how the advertising industry in pakistan operated in the past to be able to showcase this deep rooted culture of repression in terms of women expressing their diverse color be it light or dusky there have been numerous ads run in the past which equate a woman's acceptance in society based off of the color of her skin pakistan television corporation commonly known as ptv the biggest media organization of pakistan gave space to brands that propagated the message of skin lightening and bleaching for women in one of the old advertisements from stillman skin bleach cream the tagline narrates rangat nikhare khoobsurat banaye meaning radiate skin makes you beautiful in another advertisement by tippets no cream and this is a 40 year old brand what happens in the advertisement is this young man visits a house to ask for a girl's hand in marriage 
at the door he is received by the girl's mother but he mistakes her as the girl's sister because she appears too young to be a mother now these these advertisements generate the idea that looking young can pave the way for women to achieve prospective marriage proposals and how fairness is the only means of having achieved desirable beauty and in pursuit of selling their products women get taken advantage of because the public easily succumbs to fitting into the narrative of the ideal female skin color or her body even advertisements are planned out by selecting their target audience which is the case of whitening creams uh, when it comes to the deeply vulnerable insecure pakistani female a skin specialist spoke with don about the detrimental effects of skin whitening creams that can have on a woman's skin and this specialist said most of the creams used for lightening skin have steroids in them which can cause acne facial hair and wipe off epidermis completely making the skin more vulnerable to ultraviolet rays of the sun so when advertisements promote a product they are ultimately creating an idealized form of beauty which they can capitalize upon without paying heed to the irreparable damage it can cause in society trans paved the way for money making business to remain intact it's not the commodity itself but the brand image established over the years brands dominate our minds to the extent that we become a part of the goods exchange value in that case of women their insecurities are what the brand holds power over to make profit out of it this global cultural industry works not only through selling their commodity but their brand several brands in pakistan notable ones which are known for instilling the message of skin lightening include ponds fair and lovely stillmans tippet and so on sometimes the brand's identity is also created through their self identity there are many notable figures in pakistan on screen who have utilized their brand image to divert their followers attention towards commodities the sole purpose is to sell their brand image and receive profit out of their idea no matter how gravely it reaches the de- depths depths of heightened female body issues skin issues and physical appearance back in the 80s zubeda tariq was a notable cooking expert who worked at masala tv over time she became immensely popular for sharing her tootkas meaning home remedies with her followers on screen and when she became a household name she capitalized on her image by introducing a whitening soap propagating this message ab gora hoga pakistan meaning now pakistan will be white this advertisement begins with pakistani men and women young girls looking at themselves in the mirror absolutely dismayed then zubeda pa enters and the screen switches to showing a brown skin woman's skin color change completely to pure white they indicate it's because she's using the soap that changes her skin tone over time suddenly the entire crowd of people upset before or those who seemed depressed looking at themselves are now overjoyed they're rooting for this girl whose life changes after her skin color switches from being brown skin to being fair now walter benjamin a german philosopher explains how brands work as a virtual experience through icons like zubeda herself 
he narrates the example of a painting when a painting gives the experience of color it's not just the object itself but the color which enriches the purpose of experience brands operate in the same manner where they give off a virtual experience the brand lies in the feeling brands must be trademarked which means they are intellectual property in the public domain similarly zubeda apa operated as a brand in the public eye she created her brand image through giving away home remedies in exchange for the audience's trust and admiration for administering to their needs now new tools are being utilized to comprehend how brands and the media works through invading the pakistani culture the pakistani media and television has not yet transgressed this culture of what the ideal female skin color is should be like even today popular morning shows including female host and actor nida yasir's good morning pakistan garners somewhere between 500000 to more than million views on youtube from videos titled skin whitening treatment or nita yasir reveals how she became fair skinned listen to nita explaining change in her complexion reflecting a society that accepts women when they fulfill the expectations of society observed on television women internalize the idea that they need to adopt these methods to become fair or else it will tarnish their image and create hurdles for them to succeed they equate their success with their skin tone in reality television programs are representative of an industry that exploits its viewers in exchange for monetary gain so the guests on nida yasir's show are merely showcasing their faces as a site to build your insecurities around them it is similar to how exchange value works the celebrities spend money on their bodies to appear on screen in television series or morning shows as part of their job as actors in turn in return the audience sits in front of their screen or on their phones where the actor can profit off of the hours spent listening or gazing at their faces they become the subject of interest for the viewers out of which the actor can accumulate capital successfully as a result the audience becomes a part of this homogenized culture which begins to follow the stereotypical representation of women merely as objects of desire on screen now the pakistani drama industry has made attempts to perpetuate a culture that acknowledges and is vocal about offensive beauty standards set for women however the execution failed to meet the expectations of a society that seeks liberation for women of women's bodies their skin color women are no longer promoting a market that profits off of women's bodies instead wishes we wish to see diverse bodies on screen in a positive light now presently mass media newspapers radio and television do not operate within a limited space similar to how museums the cinema or industries work instead they have become a vast medium to represent the culture industry if we take the example of pakistan's well known urdu entertainment television channel hum tv it will help explain how media has become things it is a world where the consumer no longer has the power to interpret but only to be navigated the consumers operate like machines in the face of media today hum tv 
which began operating in 2005, was founded by Sultana Siddiqui and Red Qureshi, one of the largest entertainment networks. This streaming platform gives every living generation of Pakistan a taste of the culture, social setup, traditions, and the entertainment sector of Pakistan. Despite being founded by a female, there has been irresponsible programming by Hum TV continued in an age where viewers are making conscious remarks online about sensitive issues surrounding the social environment of Pakistan. It is essential to dive first into the portrayal of women on screen in Hum TV dramas. It is not just the physical appearance, but the choice of script a female drama actor makes as part of their job. In the recent years, notable actor Aiza Khan made a comeback on screen with Mere Paas Tum Ho, her drama after a long hiatus post-marriage and children. However, her choice of projects to represent Pakistani women on screen have become a site of criticism for viewers. Similarly, Pakistani actor Mayra Khan has received and accepted projects including Hum Safar, Hum Kaha Ke Sache Thay, etc. on the basis of her physical appearance and both actors fulfill the societal expectations of a female which has given them the chance to avoid any criticism received on misrepresenting women. Aiza Khan lives a modest lifestyle, a quintessential family unit off-screen and her weight loss in the recent years. Mayra Khan's fair complexion and global performances including starring alongside Shah Rukh Khan in the Hindi film Race make her the ideal female figure acceptable in a patriarchal society. So as long as women are in the limelight are representing the values of the state propagated by the culture itself, their questionable roles on screen will remain unaccounted for. To put it simply, their vast viewership makes them untouchable. It makes the star lose consciousness of their responsibility when they're blessed with the platform to represent the women of our society and the decisions they make with it. Do they wish to cash in on scripts without questioning the consequences of this huge audience which not only watches these stories but also mirrors them? Or do they outrightly question the nature of these scripts? Hum TV maintains its popularity by focusing heavily on the women on the women's notoriety and dismissing the nature of the script at the same time hum tv has branded themselves as the entertainment center which produces virtual reality despite the horrific consequences the portrayal of women on screen can leave for women in their homes this is in reference to the dramas i've keenly observed and whose plot i've shared above when brands take up spaces like billboards, stores, music played in malls, they become things and that is how media operates as a thing which penetrates into the viewers' lives and navigates their conditional training. But at the same time, it makes us question, how did this increasing influence of fairness in all sectors of Pakistani society emerge? This obsession with fairness I want us to trace together how this system of classifying skin tones emerged in our society and only grew from there. Even though Great Britain colonized India in 1858, their presence from the 1600s when the British East India Company settled in had started impacting lives of the colonized. The British used the notion of whiteness and darkness to give respect and position to the Indians in the subcontinent. Whoever was dark-skinned, 
was labeled to be amongst the working class, whereas those who had a lighter skin tone or passed as white were the bourgeoisie. Your skin tone could have been darker and you would be belonging to the higher class or caste, but that did not matter after, after the British assigned caste system based on the color of your skin. It was the Portuguese and British invaders that established whites as dominant, so they were superior economically, militarily, technologically, whereas dark-skinned people were declared or viewed as inferior. They imposed this belief on everyone that every individual with white blood could be suited for leading. It was the Portuguese invading in the 16th century that they began to classify them on the basis of their skin color. Whenever they would meet Indian outposts, they would start categorizing them. And the word caste came from them, the Portuguese. It was what they used to call casta. And after the British invaded, after the 18th century, they used this classification to dominate the South Asians. What happened was when the British arrived in India, they observed how civilized the Indians were. They had been the British had been preaching this ideology for so long that dark-skinned individuals were savages, whereas the Europeans were fair-skinned, civilized people. Now the British wished to maintain their superiority in the Indian subcontinent as well. How do they do it? By establishing differences in terms of color and religion. In this way, what happened was that the upper caste in elite Indians teamed up with the colonizers with hopes of reaping benefits and let the lower caste suffer. They denounced them, they made them outcasts. The lower caste became the darker Indians who were dirty and sinful. One huge example is that the modern state institutionalized racism, that is the Dalits and the Brahmins. There are Western-style schools operating even today that make an attempt to dominate Brahmins over Dalits. If you notice, only the indigenous communities are affected by colonialism. We have Native Americans, Dalits, African Americans that were system systematically realized on the basis of the color of their skin. They could never make a place for themselves as mainstream. So it's very encouraging and enlightening to watch women in the entertainment industry, the Pakistani entertainment industry, be vocal about representation of diversity in terms of skin tones within society. Yes, so as long as women like Janice herself are talking about the rigid standards of society, we can move past the stubborn ideologies enforced upon us historically. Thank you so much for listening. Please do not forget to leave a comment down below sharing how you feel about this episode and what your personal thoughts are because I would be more than happy to connect with you. And I'll catch you in another episode very soon. Till then, do not forget to be kind.